everybody, and welcome to the Sports Sports Podcast. I am Joel Anderson. And joining us, as always, is the sports outsider, Phil Ranta. Jordan's not dead. Jordan is not dead. Jordan is actually, Jordan is going to see Ole Miss. Yeah, he's going uh, to see. This morning. Uh, we're recording this on Saturday morning. Yep. Uh, unlike usual. Nope. Uh, and yeah, we're going to go, uh, he's going to go see this old Misses. Yeah. Uh, yep. He wanted to get tickets to New Miss. But, yeah, uh, he was Those unable are expensive, to do so. though, because yeah. it's new, it's flashy. Everyone's yeah. on StubHub. Ole Miss, though, uh, is solid. You know, it's it's still pretty great. Well, uh, everybody's seen great it value. already, so yeah. you can just get tickets. Yeah. yeah, but it's like when they put in uh, when they put in all those new roller roller coasters at Cedar Point, like uh, America's Roller Coaster. America's Roller Coaster. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they like you know after a while it was like it got to the be to the point where the Magnum had like a perfectly reasonable line. Yeah. And it was like you'd ride the Magnum all freaking day because the Magnum's still an amazing ride. Yeah, but coaster. I still remember the days where I had to wait three hours for the Magnum. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like for a long time, that was it. But now that they got like the Raptor and the Mantis and what, the Millennium Force? Yeah. All of which are great coasters. Don't get me wrong. Hey, you know what? You can jump on the Gemini whenever you want. Oh, yeah. Never a line at the Gemini. <laughs> no. Yeah. Fine, fine coaster. They tore down the mean streak. You hear about that? Have you uh, realized that our podcast has become entirely <laughs> about roller coasters? It's really strange huh. how this happened. Yeah. So what do we got on the show today, Joel? Oh, uh, let's see. Well, we have roller coaster engineer. Uh, no, Yo- we don't. <laughs> no, it's the sports, sports, sports. Fine. Uh, well, we got quite the packed show coming up. Okay. Uh, we're going to have even without Jordan, first. even without jordan okay that's a first yeah usually so, when jordan's not here we're in and out in 20 minutes right no we have uh filarski borkowski okay a uh, longtime chicago cubs fan long time who came on uh wanted to show us he got a tattoo okay tattoo that says oh chicago cubs 2016 world champion i think i read articles about that yeah i yeah, won a radio contest of some sort yeah. yeah so so here he is he he's he's done this even though he haven't even started the playoffs yet Phil. right so right. i mean cubs looked like the best team in baseball in the regular season statistically with the best team in baseball in the regular sure season. sure but you know you never know what happens in the playoffs yeah any given sunday right right and well i mean they'll play games on other days of the week that's too, too. bad that's baseball yeah but uh yeah uh, and so, in addition to him, we have another Better Know Your Mascot. Ah, oh, that'll be fun. Who's the mascot this time? Uh, it's the Badger. Bucky okay. the Badger from Wisconsin. Oh, that'll be great. Yeah, that should be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and let's see. We'll be doing a news, news, news. Okay, even that's without, good. Even without Jordan. We I have can news, imagine news, news there's going to be one more segment. Uh, Say it, Joel. I'm probably not. Say it. Let's see. Oh, it's the wide world of weird roller coasters. No, it's the wide (laughs) world of weird sports. You're goddamn right it is. And you know what? It's a doozy this time. Very exciting. Tim Tebow update watch update. Tim Tebow update watch update brought to you by... Mantos, feel the rush in your mouth. Are we still doing these? (laughs) Absolutely. Even Mentos, even our sponsor is exhausted by having to sponsor this segment. Tim Tebow hits home run on first pitch of his first instructional league game. Wow. Subheadline. Who knew? What, that there was an instructional league? <laughs> no, I, I knew that there was an instructional league. Oh, okay. League. That was news to me. Well, then Tim Tebow's got the pop in his bed. Let me ask you something, Phil. Yeah. What does Jesus love the most of all? Oh, uh, hum, uh, dingers. That's dingers right. Dingers out of the ballpark. Jesus, like most Americans, loves dingers yeah and jesus has probably never loved a dinger 
as much as he loved this dinger. That's true. Okay, so uh, on on the twenty eighth, that would be Wednesday. Okay. A a uh, a well, if you're listening to this in the future, we're talking about Wednesday, September twenty eighth, twenty eighth, two thousand sixteen, year of our Lord. Uh, I imagine they're going to know which September 28th I'm talking about because it'll go down in the history books. It's oh, the start the- of the epic home run mashing uh, world record baseball career That's- of one Timothy if Thomas If you're listening Tebow. to this 10 years from now, just walk outside and any bronze statue will give you that <laughs> yeah. date. That's true. It's it's just it, every, every three blocks, there's going to be sure. a statue of Tim Tebow. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Of course there will be. A, a graven image that you can then worship. You right. know? Well, I don't know if Tebow <laughs> would support this. So, strides to the plate in his first instructional league game. A mm. lot of lot of haters out there for Tim Tebow's baseball. I career. would say that a lot of them are on this podcast. <laughs> yep, on this podcast, yeah. for instance, we were, we have been, and continue to be haters. Sure, but a lot of us uh, mock Tebow for what you know was a less than impressive uh, workout. Sure. So what does he do? First pitch, a ninety-one mile per hour fastball. Ninety-one. Ninety-one. Wow. Uh. Bangs it out of the park. That's faster than the woman who stars in the show Pitch can pitch. Uh, I haven't I haven't watched it yet. I uh, saw that big, that's out. I do want, big I, part of the plot line. I am, she can't throw fast, but she throws tricky. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's imagine. I imagine how that's that's going to work eventually. Yeah. <laughs> Zach Morris is in it, Joel. Yeah. Is it yeah, any good? I like it. I watched the first uh, two episodes. I dig it. No. Yeah. I've been planning to watch it myself. Yeah. Sorry, uh, I didn't mean to derail all this yeah. Tebow talk with a real athlete no, no, on TV. No, we wanted to talk about a lady playing baseball. Yep. Uh, it was an unnecessary shot at, at Tim Tebow's masculinity. No, I didn't. Uh, but yeah, former host, uh, the crowd announced by the Mets at 269. Wait, what? I mean, it was an instructional league game, Phil. So 200, 269 what? People. 269 people came to see the game. Came to see Tim Tebow? Well, I mean, they came to see the game. I yeah, but doesn't Tim Tebow have a huge Twitter following? Didn't he say, like, come see me at the game? I don't know. Maybe he didn't. Maybe he That's didn't. That's bullcrap. It's entirely People possible. People put him on this team to bring audience. 269 people? Right, no, I do think that's a little bit weird. Where's their PR people? Here's the thing. A lot of a lot of your, your minor league teams are in Florida. I imagine if, if the Mets have a, a Florida affiliate. There's human beings in Florida with nothing to do. Well, it could be that Tim Tebow, the athlete. Get an intern to just go out anywhere and be like, hey, Wazzy Tebow, going to be... Maybe oh, no, hit a home run, and people be like, "Dar, I was planning on taking bath salts and eating and somebody." Dar, sixty-nine people is a pretty good haul for one intern, Phil. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. it's Tebow, but it's, they're it's, not exactly asking people to go see a show at Second City Hollywood, right? Exactly. Uh, but the like, at the end of the day, maybe Tebow, the athlete, doesn't want like a circus following him around. He wants to concentrate on his baseball career without. I doubt that's true. There. Yeah. I mean, Isn't there somebody with vested interest in ticket sales? It seems like somebody at the end of the day gets those profits and goes, I win. Uh, Where's that person? Possibly. But at the same time, like these minor league teams tend to exist. Like they're, they're a farm system for the major league club. Yeah. If attendance is not great. It's not the end of the world. But it could be great. <laughs> it's missed revenue, Joel. Yeah, it, it is missed Ugh. revenue. And now they got to, but who knows? Maybe in future games, they'll publicize it more. Uh, Maybe yeah. he didn't know he was going to get his first at bat. Uh, yeah, game. yeah. But for the 269 people in attendance, wow! It must have been a thrill. What a roller coaster I've, of emotion! I've gone to a lot of West Michigan Whitecaps games. Yeah, and I don't think there was ever less than a couple thousand. Go people Whitecaps! In the yeah, 
High A ball for the Tigers. Right. I'm sorry your stadium burnt down a few years back. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that was sad. Ooh. I love that stadium. I ate a whole lot of hot dogs there. <laughs> is that is that euphemism? Uh, euphemism? Uh, yes, it was a euphemism. <laughs> news, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil, but not Jordan. News, news, news. Yankees fan asks girlfriend to marry him and briefly loses ring. Briefly? <laughs> briefly. Oh, yeah. what a travesty. Uh, yeah, well, I imagine if you're the person who bought the expensive uh, engagement ring, yeah, uh, there's no briefly to it. That's probably true. Every For second feels like an hour. stoppingly long amount of time. But yeah. okay, so here's the door. Uh, here's Can the I take a guess on what happened? Uh, he was proposing in the in the stands. Their, their kiss cam or whatever was on him. And there was somebody who was eating a hot dog ravenously in front of him. He dropped the ring on the hot dog, and the guy kept chomping. And he was like, no! And then right as it was about to go in the guy's mouth, he snagged it. Wiped off the mustard. Gave it to his lovely wife-to-be. No. I mean, <laughs> the first the first three beats there, yeah, you were Okay, cool. On. So I got some of it right. Once you got to the guy with the hot dog, though. I mean, I'm sure somebody was eating a hot dog ravenously in the near uh vicinity. Oh, God, yes. It's a baseball game. Sure. If you're not eating hot dogs ravenously, yeah. what's, the, what's the deal? If you're not eating randomized tube meat, <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. Uh, but no, so, okay, the biggest error during the Re- Yankees Red Sox, I'm reading the ESPN article. Sure, I can it, tell because you sound <laughs> like you're reading. Yeah, the biggest error during the Yankees Red Sox game nearly occurred in the left field stance. Whoa! When a man asking his girlfriend to marry him dropped the ring as he proposed on the humongous video board in center field. Okay, so it was on the big what? video board. It yeah. was on the big, uh, I literally started crying because I thought it was lost said 29-year-old Andrew Fox of Newcastle, Pennsylvania. Too young. Yeah, too young. Also, Yankees fan. Fuck yeah, this guy. Yeah, he's probably like, hey, marry me over here. Nearly started crying because he lost an engagement ring. Right. Like, as far as I'm concerned, you know. Yeah, try being a Cubs fan. Every year is like losing an engagement <laughs> Boom. ring. Boom. That's foreshadowing yeah. for our guest later. That's true. <laughs> His girlfriend, Heather Terwilliger of no, Fredonia, New York. Nope, nope, not real name. Not real name. I'm showing you right there. Oh, no. He's got Sideshow Bob's last name. I know. And and here's the thing. For her, losing the ring, just the you know one in a, a string of, of unlikely, you know, horrifyingly unlucky incidents that her family is before. Oh, sure. After Donnie, you lost the ring, Donnie! <laughs> well, her father spent so many years trying to murder Bart Simpson. Well, sure, yeah. That, failed that's time and time again. Yeah, he shouldn't have sang the whole HMS Pinafore. Really shouldn't Too have. long. That was just that was just his ego. Yeah. Popping right. out, you know? Uh, he did a great job, though. Yeah. A fine singing voice. Oh, sure. I have to say. It's the only reason why I know any songs from the HMS Pinafore. right? Um, yeah, so his girlfriend had no idea he was going to propose. Uh, she didn't even know they were going to attend a game at Yankee Stadium on Tuesday, let alone be shown in the video board with her boyfriend on one knee. Wow. With the whole stadium watching, he went to one knee, opened the K-Jewelers box, and there was nothing. Uh-oh. So here's what I'm thinking. How does it fall out of the box? Yeah. This he must dude, have been opening and closing it opening nervously it, in his checking pocket. Checking it. Probably yeah. showing it to the other fans. Like, wait yeah. until Hey, look what I'm going to do. Yeah. Hey, good for you, buddy. <clears throat> I didn't know how to react, Terwilliger said as the crowd gasped. Sure. Uh, first of all, 
how about we reject this particular part of the wedding industrial complex and you look at the man that you want to spend the rest of your life with kneeling in front of you and say yes absolutely and not get caught up on some shiny little bauble that he's presenting you and think more about your lives together how about this what if she had a moment of thought where she was said Oh, is this just the world's meanest prank? We're just going to get down one lane and open the box and be like, I'm not ready yet. Yeah. Well, I, I, if he, if she thought, well, well that'd be a pretty good. That would be a pretty good <laughs> prank. Pretty good but prank. it would also be really messing with the hu- I, other human's emotions. If I have a very long relationship with a person that I wind up not liking very much, that might be the way that I end it. Ah, uh, you'd have to really hate that person. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's uh, like getting divorced before you get married. Yeah. Well, it would be interesting. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so the fans all start. Everybody starts looking for it. The fans are are rooting around through all the discarded. Hey, there's ten thousand dollars <laughs> on the ground somewhere. I'm gonna yeah. find and keep it. Picking through the peanut shells and sure. the, the spat out uh, seed casings from the sesame seeds. And it's New York City, so used condoms. Yeah, used got to root through those too. How everywhere. do they appear everywhere in New York City? They're everywhere. Right. So it was about five minutes of looking sure but felt like a heart-stopping 15 sure to williger and and for uh the other guy fox fox <laughs> andrew fox okay why did we key on terwilliger and hey, Andy! <laughs> uh but yeah so ultimately they found it do you know where it was uh in the box under it slid on down under the thing went through the ring hole it was in the cuffs of terwilliger's bell-bottom jeans of terwilliger's bell-bottom jeans yep first of all bell-bottom jeans what uh what's going on with that and are there cuffs on bell-bottom jeans i feel like there's not supposed to be cuffs. if you're cuffing bell-bottom jeans they cease to be bell-bottom right that's like the whole thing yeah then they're just they're capris or something right yeah yeah, I don't, I don't know much about pants. But. Well, maybe she bought bell bottoms, but she was super embarrassed that they were bell, that it wasn't the 70s anymore. So yeah. she then cuffed them to be yeah. like, look, the regular jeans, guys. Hard to say. Or maybe she decided to steal the ring in hopes that she could get two engagement rings. Ah, see, that's smart thinking. <laughs> yeah. Bing, bang, like, boom. Oh, you lost one. Let me get another one. Yeah. And then the next time she's wearing a ring on each of her ring fingers on both hands, he goes, hey, wait a second. She's like, yeah. what me worry? But again, it would be unsurprising because the wedding industrial complex has brainwashed no, Joel. generations of women Joel, into believing that this stupid little diamond, which is, by the no, way, there's overpriced. No, there's no wedding Illuminati, Joel. There's no wedding Illuminati. I didn't say Illuminati. I said the wedding industrial complex. Okay. It's a cultural thing so they found it in the bell bottoms found and she it in the went, bell bottoms oh that was silly yeah i feel like the fact that it and was in her bell bottoms means that it was planted they wanted this story to happen yeah when she said yes oh yeah but again the fact that she waited until they found the ring pretty terrible yeah pretty pretty completely awful thing for her to do well guess what Unless people who wear bell bottoms make poor choices in life Joining us now in the podcast, we have Bucky the Badger. Hey, the Bucky. Mascot for Wisconsin. Good to see you here, Bucky. Absolutely. So, Bucky, tell us after the big win over Michigan State last Saturday, how are. Oh, God, oh, God. Ah! 
Oh, oh God, no! Oh, God, no! He's a real badger! He's not someone in a costume! He's an actual honest God badger! Oh, no, he's attacking Joel! Oh, he's attacking Joel! Oh, God, the humanity! The horrible humanity! Oh, God, is that his penis? Oh, his penis got ripped off! Oh, no, my God, there's a badger! He ripped his penis off! Why would anyone want this as a mascot? This doesn't make sense as a mascot! This isn't... This isn't encouraging team pride. Oh, oh, God, he's going after Joel again. Oh, God, no. Oh, all right. He's not. Oh, I think he ran away, Joel. I think he ran away. God, he literally ripped your penis off. Well, he just got part of it. So, yeah. Yeah. I so pl- what you're left. saying is that he's still functional. <laughs> yeah. And that was a better know your mascot. Whew. Wah, wah, wah. Joining us now on the podcast is Filarski Borkowski. Hey, how's it going? Hey, a big Chicago Cubs fan. You got oh, yourself. Oh yeah, my a, whole life, my whole life, a big fan. Congratulations. Well, uh, you know, you're older than I thought you'd be getting uh, a tattoo. Oh, I've been following the Cubs for quite some time. Sure. So this is the year you decided. Even I'm 110 the- years young. Oh my gosh, 110. I don't well, quite remember the first Cubs World Series. Well, that might explain your age. Might explain why. You got a tattoo before the playoffs even started that said You never Cubs. know when you're going to die at 110. I figured can't wait for the end. I want the tattoo now. It's true. Could have been yesterday. I was a true Cubs fan. There you go. True Cubs fan. But it said uh, 2016 World Champions. World Champions. Yeah. So uh, can I? do you mind if I see the tattoo? Oh, yeah. Here it is right here. Look oh, at okay. that. Oh, there we go. It's Isn't on that pretty? Nice, That's how confident nice I am that the Cubs are going to pull it out this year. They're That's a great good. team. Solid. Anthony Rizzo. Javier Baez. Addison Russell. Chris Bryant. Filarski, I I can't help but notice that it looks like if you pull your shirt up a little bit oh, more, it looks oh, like there's yeah. another bit of That's a tattoo. That's my 1991 Chicago Cubs World Championship tattoo. Oh, so this isn't the first time you did this. Oh, no. Because they didn't no, win in 1991. 2016, 1991. I got 87 here. Wait, 87. Oh, God. <laughs> wow. See. 74. i to take my shirt off for that. Sure. Well, feel free to take your shirt there off you just go. like all of us. So see, those are all my Cubs tattoos. Wow. Okay. Well, I have to say it's a little less impressive that you got the tattoo knowing that you've been wrong three times now. <laughs> well, I mean, we've all been wrong a bunch of times. No, I know. But usually things, we don't. Right? We don't wear our... You can hardly... I've been watching the Cubs for 110 years and I have no memory of them winning a World Series. You have to sure. admit, I get a little excited from I... time to time. Though I do have to admit, at least in a few of these years, we wound up losing a lot of ball games. I really shouldn't have That's true. gotten the tattoo. You, I, I don't... <laughs> It sucks I have to point this out, but I'm going to do it anyways. Now that your shirt is off, I see kind of in your hip line. Looks like oh, there's another one. tattoo. Yeah. Oh, oh, you want to see this one then? Oh, uh, just not. Don't pull it. Okay, you can take. Okay, his pants are off. His, wow. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's my uh, Dewey defeats Truman tattoo. Oh no, yeah, <laughs> but Truman won. The Truman did win. Yeah, I do have. It was me and the Chicago Tribune that got that one wrong. Sure, I mean it was a safe bet. At the t- it seemed like a safe bet, but yeah, the, Truman the, pulled the that one out. The picture of Truman holding up the paper, that's that's a famous picture. That's yeah. going to live on forever. Yeah, there was no president doing it. Not unlike my tattoo. That No, it's embarrassing. <laughs> I mean, look, you're 110, though. You've made some mistakes in your life. Yeah. I can't help but notice, but you have a ton more tattoos. Oh, I have up so many tattoos. Okay, so, so. so you want to see this one over here? Yeah. It's, uh, it's from 1968. It's uh, U.S. wins Vietnam War. Okay. <laughs> Yikes, that's... 
I mean, that's hitting a lot of people. I felt really pretty confident spot. at the time. They kept talking about the body counts and how sure, many, sure, yeah, that's, how many VC were getting killed. And you oh know my what? Gosh. We just it was it was a quagmire. We didn't that quite was understand. A, it was a quagmire. That's absolutely yeah. true. Did not go well. But that was, was a mistake on our yeah, part. Yeah, you got more running up and down your leg there. Yeah. So. And if you, yeah, if you, if you go down here to the inner left thigh. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> take, take a look there. I've no. never looked at so much of a 110 year old man's body. Hey, well, it's covered in tattoos. I guess and I went well. to college. Yeah. yeah <laughs> that's absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So I think if you see this one, uh, I think it says, uh, 19, it's from 1929 and it says, uh, big time stock market returns to continue oh, forever. No. <laughs> Oh no! See, that's a weird prediction to a even weird make. Prediction to put in my leg. Even that was horribly Stock wrong. Stock market like almost always crashes. Yeah, yeah, but uh, but hey, you know, I really felt I felt strong in 1929. And then you got that little one by your ankle. Oh yeah, that is uh, that is uh, Kaiser Wilhelm winner World War One. Oh jeez, which what is a weird odd that thing I called it for. World War One at the yeah, time. It is, yeah. <laughs> See, that's prophetic at least. Yeah. Weirdly prescient about the fact that there would be a second World War. Not about who is going to win that first one. Gotta point it out, Filarski. Are you ever worried that you getting a tattoo actually curses things to not happen? You know, I mean, a lot of people have brought that up. I can imagine. But I, I've decided not to do it. That's ever since I got, and I think if you notice this one here, right to the top of me buttocks. Yep. But I'm going to go ahead and take the pants all okay, the way down. Okay, there we go. I can see your full butt <laughs> Okay, now. yeah, you can see the full butt. Saggy, if you look up at the butt, top, yeah. just above where my pants would go Tramp to. stamp, yes. Yep, the tramp stamp. Yep. Yeah, I was one of the first tramp stamps. I can, I believe it. I believe if it. you read what it says, it says, 1909 Cubs World Champions. There you go. That was the first time I was wrong. Yeah. There, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm sorry that... Well, that didn't actually prove my point. It, it actually proved yeah. my point. It didn't. But you see, I got I got Tsar uh, Nicholas II. Sure. Yeah. Uh, reign from uh, 1898 to 1930. Right during the Dust Bowl. Yeah, yeah that's that a didn't, shame. That didn't work out. He died. Sure. He was killed in like yeah. 1920. So that uh, is really pretty bad on my part. Well, how about this? How about you get a tattoo that says the Sports 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 Podcast will not get bought by Fox Sports? Uh, well, I mean, I'd look pretty foolish. Okay, <laughs> all right, you get out of here, Filarski. Thanks for coming. And now it's time for another wide world of Weird Sports! Wide world of weird sports! What do we got this week, Phil? This week's wide world of weird sports, the 1956 Olympic flame hoax. Olympic flame hoax. Oh, 1956 Olympic, Olympic flame. flame hoax. Uh, in 1956, Olympic flame hoax was a <laughs> hoax during the 1956 Summer Olympics in which Barry Larkin, a veterinary student from Melbourne, pretended to be running with the Olympic flame. Wow. Yeah. That makes his Hall of Fame career as a shortstop in Major League Baseball all the more impressive. I do not understand that <laughs> reference. 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 Uh, Larkin and eight other students at St. John's College at the University of Sydney planned to protest against the Olympic flame. One reason was the torch relay was invented by the Nazis for the 1936 Summer Olympics in Berlin, Germany. Huh. That's right. The Olympic flame was invented 
by Nazis. The torch relay was invented by Nazis. All right. I, yeah. I, the idea of a flame, it I just think, probably. goes to show what I've said for a long time. Yeah. Hitler had some good ideas. Oh, stop it. No, I do not agree with Joel. That was the, Joel, not Phil. The torch that. relay is... I didn't mean the Holocaust, no, it's a, What God. kind of monster do you think I am? But the yeah, torch relay... I think relay, you know the answer to that. What kind of <laughs> the monster The torch relay is clearly are, a good idea. We've stuck with it ever I since I am anti-Hitler in every aspect, unlike Joel. So you're with these guys who want to end the torch relay. Sure. I can... Here's the thing. I can take a step back and separate the two. I can say... Firmly anti-Holocaust, recognize the torch relay as being a cool addition to the Olympic Stop tradition. Stop it. But it was, I doubt it was Hitler's idea, first of That's all. That's actually a fair point. So. so anyways, the plan was to get one of the other students dressed in white shorts and a white top, very cute, uh, to carry a fake torch. Yeah. The fake was made of wooden, uh, wooden chair leg painted silver, on top of which was a plum pudding can. Uh, the, uh, pair of underpants worn by one of the students in, uh, national service was put inside the can soaked in kerosene. The underpants were set on fire. Another student dressed as a motorcycle outrider, uh, wearing a reserve was, uh, by wearing a reserve air force uniform. So they went all out. This really, is cosplay. Yeah. They, um, went with a wooden table leg and then put the, the kerosene soaked rag silver. on top of it. Yeah. Oh, what kind of silver paint did they use? Cause this is. This is this has got fire hazard written all over it. Sure, but also they're just kidding. <laughs> so fire hazard, Schmeier hazard. Doesn't right? matter how much you're kidding when you start the fire, Phil. You can be not kidding very hey, soon. They didn't start the fire. It was always burning since the world's been turning. Well, Nazis. that is a fair point. Yeah. Uh, the torch was scheduled to enter Sydney, carried by Harry Dillon. Dylan was to present the torch to the mayor of Sydney, Pat Hills, at Sydney Town Hall. Hills would then make a speech while holding a torch, weird, and pass the torch to Bert Button. Hello, little Bert Button. Here's the torch. Here's the torch, then. Right, right, pip, pip, cheerio. Uh, right. Perfect Australian accents. <laughs> Before Dylan arrived, the two students went out carrying the fake torch. At the beginning, people noticed they were joking and even had the police laughing at them. Then the underpants fell out of the torch because the fake runner was swinging his arms too hard. Uh. The runner panicked and fled. Peter Grolton, one of the nine students, went to get the pants and told Larkin to pick up the torch. With Larkin holding the torch, Grolton kicked Larkin's backside and told him to run. This went horribly. <laughs> I know. This is as bad as it could go. At they first, went- everyone's like, ha, 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 what a funny joke. Kerosene soaked drag falls on the ground. Oh, it's burning. Pick it up. Oh, it's too hot. I'm going to run away. Oh, no, the cops. You go pick up the torch. Oh, no, kick in the butt. Run, run, run. Ugh, embarrassing. It's like I was there. It's true. It's like Joel. It's like a thing. So anything planned by Joel. Okay. Uh, life, sexual intercourse, you know. Hey, some, some ladies like Joel, do don't be old. a Donald Trump. Uh, Larkin did so. Running the rest of the way to City Down Hall, he ran the rest of the route protected by police who thought that he was Dylan. <laughs> Apparently, if you run long enough, people fall for it. At first, they knew it was a joke. Uh, Larkin Even though per- it didn't have the flaming underpants in it? Uh, it did. He picked it up. Oh, okay, yeah. So it all made it back. Larkin then presented the torch to Hills. So the person who was supposed, the real person who was supposed to get it. Oh, shit. Uh, Hills was unprepared. He did not look at the torch and went straight to his speech. <laughs> holding the fake torch while Hills was talking Larkin quietly walked away avoiding attention 
This is going terribly. This isn't funny anymore. Hills was told, uh, not told the torch was fake until someone whispered in his ear that it was fake. And then Hills looked around for Larkin, but by now Larkin had merged into the crowd and escaped. <laughs> when the crowd discovered the torch was a fake, they began to grow unruly. <laughs> they are Australians in 1956, after all. When Dylan arrived with the real torch, the crowd was still unsettled. Uh, Hills had to calm down the crowd, and the police had to clear a path to allow Dylan to get through. Poor Dylan, by the way. <laughs> She's like, this is the moment. And everyone's like, boo! And he's like, what? What did I do? <laughs> do you not like the torch? Yeah. Is it because of the Nazi thing? <laughs> when Button took the torch, an army truck had to clear the path. Ooh. People just started hating the idea of a torch at this point. Uh, so uh, when Larkin returned to the university, he was congratulated by the director of the college and was given a standing ovation by fellow students when he attended the exam later that moment. He was able to perpetuate the hoax partly because he was acquainted with Mark Marzin, the organizer of the real relay. Larkin went on to become a successful veterinary surgeon. Wow. His life wasn't ruined. That's an important piece of information yeah, exactly. to include. Uh, the fake torch was taken to the reception at the main hall and ended up uh, in the possession of John Lawler, who had been traveling with the relay in a car. Uh, and it was kept until it was accidentally lost when tidying his house. What? Yeah, I know. That is an awesome piece of memorabilia. Yeah. You douche nozzle. I'm guessing when he said lost, he meant thrown away. What's what? this spray-painted table like? I'll oh, get rid of it. So, yeah, that was... I uh, bet his wife threw it away. <laughs> Joel, like, you have wanna... been offensive to, <laughs> to Jews and to women or to wives. offensive and to, to Jews? Because of the Holocaust. I specifically said the Holocaust was not a good idea. I don't understand how that could possibly you, be. You gave credit to Hitler for something good that Hitler didn't even do. Well, I gave, I mean, credit where credit's due. Nazis, this brings Hitler. it into another wide world of <laughs> weird spots. All the citizens of Podcast Town, this brings to a close another sports, sports, sports podcast. Uh, but before we go, Phil is going to give you some of our contact information no contact information is what oh. you meant to say uh you just are a poor reader you can find uh all of our podcasts at soundcloud.com slash sports number three podcast at soundcloud.com slash sports number three podcast we got thousands of listens on itunes not so many on the soundcloud yeah, so we would really like more uh, we had a couple episodes yeah. pop off on soundcloud not many yeah i think that they just caught that seo it's almost uh, like they're not listening to the end to get this little speech that we give every time. right which is hilarious because actually the wrong episode was posted on itunes last week uh and jordan was like hey you posted the wrong episode and we were like i listened to the soundcloud and i went no yeah. he didn't and he's like itunes bro and i'm like even you <laughs> uh but still regardless really good idea to listen, listen on, SoundCloud. on soundcloud at least go on soundcloud click follow and then never listen again that would yeah. be helpful to us oh, yeah, and give us a give us a review yeah pop a, pop a review. go ahead and like every episode for the last few months yeah leave a little comment it would be yeah. nice it'd be nice thing we would appreciate do. it if nothing else it would be nice for us to read what you think i agree uh you can also find us on twitter go to twitter.com slash sports number three podcast we are on twitter and go to facebook.com slash sports number three podcast with jordan not here we don't do live streams every week no but sometimes we'll do a live stream here and there we'll put up a funny article leave a comment jordan's on it. back when jordan's back all bets are off all bets are off we will be live streaming all the tis that's a fact so make sure to check us out on facebook as well
Hey, guys. Hey, Joel. So I put some ice on it. Okay. Good news is I don't think so much of my penis was removed that it's going to be an issue. By the, by badger. the badger. Yeah. Yeah. I do think, if anything, it's actually reduced my penis to a very average size. Lights off. You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.